Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time, work, Friends, family, expect you to be on 24-7? Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray. And the 2019 Offense Rookie of the Year is Kyler Murray. This year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him dart back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. He is Houdini. Touchdown, Patrick Mahomes with a rope. Chiefs. Super Bowl champions here in Miami. All right, guys, welcome to today's episode of the Established Pass Podcast presented by Clutch Points. I am your host, Blake Lovell, and with me as always is my co-host, Dylan Reagan. And uh, as usual, uh, we're excited to let you know that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, March has arrived only a few weeks away from the big tournament. Yes, that tournament. And so uh, make sure to head on over to Bet Online. You can open an account today. Get in on their $100,000 bracket madness contest. And uh, that starts on March the 15th. Uh, yes, $100,000 contest there. Uh, and remember, the NBA, XFL, they're both still going strong. So uh, whatever your passion is, uh, Bet Online, the place to be for all your betting needs. Uh, so be sure to visit our good friends and exclusive partner, uh, Bet Online, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Uh, you can sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code BLUEWIRE, that's all one word, uh, for 50% sign-up bonus. Uh, and Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Um, Dylan, uh, we like to think of ourselves as experts of the NFL, but uh, it seems like more so lately, uh, we are mainly just experts of Tom Brady because uh, that's all we've <laughs> talked about. And uh, that's probably, you know, not going to change all that much in this episode of the podcast because we were laughing before we, we started recording and we're thinking, okay, you know, what are the, the biggest stories in the NFL right now? And, and every one of them, somehow connects to tom brady and it's just like no no matter how hard we try we just did an entire episode on this guy on the previous mm-hmm. episode of the podcast but when you look at, at everything going on around the nfl it just seems like everything all the speculation all the rumors you, you look at the headlines they, they all can start with something different but at the end <laughs> you know it's like everything in front of it uh and then at the end it's like if tom brady does this and that's just mm-hmm. like that's the main theme right now yeah, I mean, it, it does, it fluctuates kind of day to day too. It, it allows us to follow along and uh, it, it is kind of ridiculous. There are so many other free agents that are going to be moving on to new teams for sure. 
Um, and <laughs> those are stories that are interesting to be told. And uh, we have been with our articles at Clutch Points, but obviously Tom Brady is dominating everyone's kind of consciousness at this point. Maybe that'll change a little bit uh, next week when the free agency period actually begins. And we'll uh, plan in a little bit more for the next episode in terms of talking about uh, more generally all these free agents and what might end up happening. But yeah, with Tom Brady now, you have, you know, we did an article from Mad Dog Radio. We're talking about how he's trending towards leaving New England. We'll see if that's actually the case. Uh, we have an, another report I know you're going to bring up from Jeremy Fowler. Maybe there's a little more teeth to that one about the Titans connecting him to Brady. But overall, yeah, everything's still kind of related to that and everything related to the Patriots. Uh, a lot of it's even even when it does have something about you see an article or a, a report about the certain receivers or tight ends or whoever they're trying to look at on, on the free agency or in the trade market. It always ends up kind of coming back to Tom Brady and about, all right, well, you know, are they going to make this move? Is this going to help them land Tom Brady or is this just uh, in general something unrelated? But every <laughs> at this point, everything's getting connected to Brady, no matter what the Patriots and himself do. Yep. Doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, Charlie Weiss, who was the, uh, the former uh, offensive coordinator there for the Patriots went on to be the Notre Dame head coach. Um, he he put out a text message, or he was saying on his I think it was a Sirius XM radio show or something about he was texting with Brady, uh, and Brady basically said, you know, no one knows anything, everything's just speculation. Which we're not surprised to hear that. Like that's been his line throughout this entire thing. Uh, and as we continue to say, you know, if Brady doesn't know what he's going to do, how does everyone else know what he's going to do? Um, mm-hmm. So, and that's you brought up the thing with the Titans. The Titans are the team that, that have the most momentum in the rumors. Like, let's let's keep that in mind. Let's specify. They have the most momentum with rumors. They don't have the most momentum with signing Tom Brady, just with the rumors of signing Tom Brady. Um, the Titans are the team that, that are getting brought up the most. And you talked about, you know, Jeremy Fowler. Um, he appeared on ESPN's Get Up. That was on Friday morning uh, about, you know, talking about the Titans feeling like that they were very confident if it were to come down to Tom Brady choosing the the Patriots or the Titans, the Titans were at least confident that they would be able to land him. So meaning that they feel like they have the upper hand on the Patriots, which is, I guess, pretty fascinating when you think about it. Um, but again, what do we know on that? And then to, to add to it, uh, you mentioned, you know, A.J. Brown. I know he spoke out on it as well. You know, if he were to, to land there with Tom Brady, and these guys are going to continue to back Ryan Tannehill because as of right now, you know, Ryan Tannehill mm-hmm. is the guy that they expect to come back as the starting quarterback. But, you know, if it is Brady, how quickly does that change? And, and I think it's different in this case. We, we talked about, you know, I don't know, like with the 49ers situation. And, mm-hmm. and I think I've lost our bet here. Remember, we had a bet on the previous episode. Yep. Who is going to be the team that was talked about the most as of this point when we recorded our next podcast? I said I thought it was still going to be the 49ers. Where did that go? Like, that's completely disappeared. We've heard nothing. <laughs> about the 49ers uh since the, those initial rumors so uh but but you know going back to AJ Brown you know he spoke out on it talked about you know sure he would love to play Ryan Tannehill love to have him come back but also playing with Brady that's very appealing um so you know I get it like you just you look at it and and it makes sense like you can connect the dots for Tom Brady to go to the Titans but but as we've said if he doesn't know right now how how can we have any idea yeah, I saw uh, we had an article that we wrote about with quoting uh, Boston Sports Journal's Greg Bedard. He had a, an article talking about how this this whole Tom Brady Titans thing could actually be used as leverage to to get back Tannehill at a cheaper cost. I'm not sure if that really changes the equation. If, I, if I'm Tannehill, I mean, there's other teams that are still going to pay for him, uh, at, at, you know, a pretty high price. So. If the Titans are trying to do this as a way to get him back cheaper, I'm not sure if that's the best route. I I, I would think more likely 
the connection he has with Rabel and just overall uh, the idea of having Tom Brady, what it would mean for your franchise. I, I don't think it's uh, a tactic to uh, just, you know, looking at this from the outside, it doesn't seem like a tactic to try to change anything with Tano. It seems like a really legitimate thing the Titans want to do if they can make it happen. Obviously, if they, they'll be happy with Tannehill, if they're able to land him back. Um, but yeah, it, it is kind of, they have to play this uh, kind of by both sides. Like we, like you're saying with those AJ Brown quotes, uh, you know, everyone's still going to back Ryan. Cause if, if Brady doesn't choose new England, they don't want to strike out on both guys and not really have a place to go at that point. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, the, the team and we're talking about effects from where, where Brady lands impacting other guys. It seems like the rumors, uh, at least the last couple of days we've been covering are more connecting possibly Tannehill to the Raiders, which, <laughs> I mean, we, we can have a debate, I guess, about whether that him or the current Derek Carr contract really makes more sense for them. But overall, yeah, a lot of a lot of different effects that will come from, from when uh, Brady actually makes this decision, which, again, as you said, it doesn't sound like he knows himself yet. Yeah, let's, let's go into that, the, the Tannehill thing to the Raiders, because that was something – I know one of the athletic uh, writers, I think he's the, the guy that covers the, the Raiders beat, and uh, his name is escaping me right now, but um, he he didn't say it in a sense that, look, here's what I think the Raiders are going to do. He connected the dots like we do in all of this stuff when it comes to free agency. Yeah. Um, you know, John Gruden was very impressed with Ryan Tannehill. Um, you know, certainly I think you'd have to be very impressed with seeing what he did with the Titans this past season, I'm sure John Gruden's not the only NFL head coach that that you know was very uh, you know intrigued by the possibility of looking at Ryan Tannehill sort of making his comeback um, mm-hmm. after you know how things were going with the Dolphins and then to land with the Titans and and become the starting quarterback on a team that was a win away from the Super Bowl. Um, so and that is I think it's an interesting discussion in terms of okay if you're the Raiders and let's say Tom Brady we're gonna we're gonna play the what if scenarios which uh, that's that's all we have to go on uh, let's say Tom Brady goes to you know the the Titans and then if you're the Raiders um you know do, do you make that move knowing that, that the speculation you want to talk about speculation um aside from Tom Brady probably Derek Carr has had more speculation surrounding him <laughs> uh his future with his individual team maybe than any other quarterback in the NFL um and and so you know do you make that move do you do you trade Derek Carr just to try to get Ryan Tannehill obviously I don't think you're going to do it unless you know for sure that you're yeah. going to get him um, but does does that make sense? I think that's a that's an intriguing question because and look, I'm not I'm not knocking Ryan Tannehill at all, but I think you know for people who may say on the flip side, I think there's a lot of people who say it would make sense. But for the people who think that it wouldn't make sense, they would probably point to and say, <laughs> you know, it was it's one year, and it's like you know, are you going to sort of put it on the line for that for for one season from Tannehill like this, even though. I don't know. Like, I think Tannehill was pretty good with the Dolphins. I just think it, it had a lot to do with what it was around yeah. him as well. Um, so, I don't know. It, it is. It's very fascinating to think about what the Raiders would do in that scenario. Yeah, I probably was higher early on, on Tannehill's tenure with the Titans than most because, yeah, like you said, with with the Dolphins, it just didn't work out. There were that stretches of that 2016 season, though, or before he got injured, before the playoffs. He looked great, and you saw a lot of the similar stuff last year. So can he can he stay, uh, you know, on the field itself? Obviously, he's going to want to be with a, a great tie, uh, offensive line like he had in Tennessee. Oakland does have one of the better offensive lines on the of these teams that are going to be looking for starting quarterbacks. So I, I guess it could make sense the the dead cap uh, for trading um, uh, Derek Carr. I, I believe is only five million. So yeah. it's not it's not an insanely huge hit. They'd save quite a bit on the cap by doing so. Uh, and that could go towards paying 10 if they want to go that route. So, uh, yeah, whether you, 
honestly, I mean, we'll see how much Tannehill is going to make on the open market. That could end up impacting a team like Oakland. But they do have, I believe, they're in the top three or four in total cap space going into free agency. So they have plenty of money to play with. They have a lot of talent, a lot of young talent. Uh, if they think this is a move that will even even if it doesn't move the needle by a ton, if they believe it's going to move the needle by a win or two, it's, it's something you definitely have to look into and consider. Um, but yeah, for Tannehill, I'm, you know, as you think about other places that could land him and we're always going to you and I, it seems like our favorite team out there that isn't talked about enough is the Buccaneers. Yes. Another one where it would be exciting to see him throw into all those weapons. But I don't think they're I mean, their offensive line play and their running game just isn't going to really match what he'd find in Tennessee or Oakland. And if Josh Jacobs is healthy with that offensive line again, Oakland, Oakland's offense has some good things going for it. You know, re, probably retool a little bit um, it's, with some of their skill uh, receiver, at least. But they do, already do have some really good options on the field if they're all out there. Darren Waller, obviously high on him and having that tight end. We saw it down the stretch of the year how much uh, Tannehill succeeded there. So, yeah, it could be interesting. Um, but, again, it's all you know, all contends on what happens with Tom Brady. Everything kind of revolves around him, and uh, I guess that is kind of why it's the, the, the big theme of this all, not just because he's regarded as the best quarterback of all time, but because of how every uh, every other uh, domino that could fall, at least with the quarterback for agency class, kind of depends on him, except for maybe Phillip Rivers and the Colts. It sounds like maybe that's the one that, uh, regardless of whatever Tom does, won't really be impacted at this point. Well, and before we get into to that, um, you know, Philip Rivers, uh, if he does wind up with the Colts, he's going to want himself a nice fitting jersey. And speaking of fit, let me ask this, Dylan. Um, if you ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy, um, that's because they weren't meant to be worn that way. And uh, that's why we are happy to talk about Untuck It, because uh, the Untuck It shirts are specifically designed to be worn untucked. And uh, no matter your size or shape, uh, their shirts are the perfect untucked length. Uh, more than 50 fit combinations. Yes, 50 uh, untucked shirts uh, look great on tall, short, slim, athletic guys of all ages. And uh, you don't just have to take uh, our word for it, though. You can try Untuck It uh, for yourself. Uh, you can visit untuckit.com. Use the code Blue Wire. Again, that's one word, Blue Wire, uh, for 20% off your first order. Uh, they even offer free shipping, returns on all orders in the U.S., so you can't beat that. Uh, so you can head over to uh, untuckit.com. Use the promo code uh, Blue Wire, all one word, uh, for 20% off your first order. Uh, but I was thinking about this. You know, we, we've talked so much about Tom Brady and where he goes. Here's what I, I find fascinating. If he does go somewhere else, where here's here's the discussion. Who, where do the Patriots turn? Because I think that is something um, yeah. that that becomes a lot more fascinating. And we just mentioned Ryan Tannehill, and I want to throw him in this discussion because um, mm. when, you, when you start to look at the Patriots' options, um, we've already said Drew Brees, he's not going anywhere. Like like we, all these rumors, suggestions, all that, like he's going to go back to the Saints. We're, we're in agreement on that. Um, but if you're the Patriots, I can't see the Patriots turning to Jameis Winston. Um, I can't see the Patriots turning to some of these other guys that are out there. So for me, mm-hmm. I think it opens up the discussion of Philip Rivers or Ryan Tannehill. If you're the Patriots, um, let's say they're in that, that scenario where Brady does go to the Titans. Now they're having to, to choose between, I guess those are probably the two, like, I don't, I mean, maybe you throw Teddy Bridgewater in there again. I don't know exactly you know <laughs> what what the mindset is but it does become a very you know interesting question i think because uh if you get rivers you know and and let me say this though and we've talked about it 
It's also what is around them because you can plug in any of these players, I think, mm-hmm. on the roster. And as we saw last year, you can plug in Tom Brady. Uh, if you don't have enough around them, it may not necessarily matter. But uh, what what do you think? Because I, <laughs> I find that very interesting. If if let's say the Patriots find themselves in a spot where they have to choose between Philip Rivers, maybe Ryan Tannehill, some of these other guys, what, what's the best option for the Patriots at that point? Oh man. It's it's tough. I feel like trading a trade might make more sense. I, I don't know if it would be really feasible for them to trade up and try to draft <laughs> someone like Justin Herbert. There's already a lot of demand at the top of the draft with some yeah. of these other teams. So it's it, yeah, it does become tough. I think the Patriots. I'm sure they've already thought about this. This isn't like some of these. I mean, in the past where they've had a, a Jimmy Garoppolo waiting in case something went wrong with Tom Brady and somehow he ended up leaving. They don't really have that option at this point um, with their current quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> so in terms of where they might go, yeah, I mean Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, I, I suppose, could be interesting. But I just, I don't know if that's what they're where they would go. I know about a week ago we had an article about the Buccaneers and the and Teddy being connected. So maybe there's something there. But in terms of the Pats, uh, I mean, they could trade for Derek Carr, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well. Hey, if, if if all these dominoes fell the right way. Uh, you got, say, Tom Brady ends up with the Titans and Tannehill ends up with the Raiders. Where can they trade <laughs> Derek Carr? Maybe the, we have this whole kind of swap. It's almost, it's a little, uh, it's the poor man's version of the, uh, of what we <laughs> talked about with the, this whole swap between uh, Drew Brees and Philip Rivers and Tom Brady. But I, I don't know. It, it, it gets a lot tougher. I pulled up all the free agent quarterbacks and it's, it's, it gets, it drops off considerably after the top <laughs> few guys. Um, so it would probably have to be on the trade market. And I, I don't really know. Where they would go, uh, we I know one quarterback that's available is Nick Foles, but I really don't think they're yeah. <laughs> that move. Um, so in terms of yeah, I'd have to look more into some guys that are possibly uh, ready to be moved. But it's it's tough. It's not the it's not the easiest uh, solution compared to thinking of contingencies for some of these other teams that aren't really in a spot where the, like the Pats were. Uh, they're trying to win Super Bowls as many as they can at this point. Uh, they're not. They're not ready to just uh, rebuild. They're not going to tear everything down. So where 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 do they go to kind of keep uh, the train moving? And it's it's definitely a tough uh, thing to think about. When I think about it, I just I don't know. For some reason, I feel like Philip Rivers and Josh McDaniels and or Bill Belichick would yeah. be a, a clash of style. Like I feel like there's a clash there, and I don't know what it is, <laughs> but. I don't, but I don't know though. Like then again, you think there's a clash, but that is almost like the personalities are very similar. Um, but I, I, you know, I think Ryan Tannehill would be the one that would make the most sense in that that case. Mm-hmm. Like, and and again, it it is a matter of how do you build around him. And you know, we mentioned last year, like their running game has to be better. Um, oh, yeah. You know, that's something too. It's uh, you know, you whoever you bring in there it doesn't matter. You've got to have a better running game. You've got to have more weapons. Um, to have a chance to compete, you know, with the Chiefs and the Ravens, um, you know, knowing what what those two teams have leading the way. So I don't know that that does become an interesting question because I, I don't know which one makes the most sense. And really, you know, knowing the Patriots, I guess, would it be surprised if the Patriots and Titans just swap quarterbacks? Um, you know, and Brady's with the Titans and, and Tannehill's with yeah. the Patriots. Uh, I the more I think about it, like I think Tannehill may make the most sense in that scenario based on mm-hmm. on the type of quarterback he is, and and knowing that if they can get a running game that's more consistent, we saw what he can do with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe the Patriots just go out and sign Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Let's just let's just take them both and, <laughs> and just there you go, be done with it. That would be that would be amazing. I'm really, I mean, I'd be terrified myself because all these these guys are we're rooting for in this underdog team. All of a sudden, wearing the police uniform and that 
it's a little unsettling to think about, <laughs> but it would be uh, fun still either way. But I, I don't know. I just feel like the Tannehill, uh, the hype after this one season's gotten high enough where I, I would not be surprised if a team with a lot of cap space like Oakland, if they really wanted to move on, and that's a that's a big if from Derek Carr, and that's the thing about all these situations there's so many ifs but if they wanted to move on from him they could outspend i I mean they'd be willing to out overpay whatever new england would offer at that point if they really made a decision that they're going to narrow it down to him so what at that point would Tannehill take a little less money to go to new england uh, where it feels like he's a better chance to win than in las vegas i i don't know (laughs) for him i wouldn't blame him to go either way um at that point but it yeah yeah clearly after those like you said, we're not really including Drew Brees in the conversation, but so clearly after Philip Rivers and Tom Brady, there's a significant drop off, and Tannehill is kind of, kind of a slot uh, has found himself a nice little area there. Is probably the third best uh, free agent quarterback you'd want at this point, um, after uh, just with the assumption that Brees is staying with the Saints. So, yeah, yeah, if New England can pull that off, uh, that'd be great for them. But I just, given their tendency not to to really pay guys for what they feel like the market value is. Uh, I feel like at this point, uh, it's more likely that Tannehill is going to get an inflated uh, contract a little bit, at least compared to what his actual value is. Well, there are rumors that teams are trying to bring back Eli Manning. So um, I don't, I don't know (laughs) that that, yeah, I I don't know if that would work, but uh, we'll see. Um, You know, yeah, I I don't know. Like we said, it's just, um, it's chaos and uh, lots of rumors and who knows. Uh, exactly where that's going to happen you know what's going to go down with the titans and the patriots tom brady everything surrounding him um so i don't know drew Brees did say he was going to play till 45 so maybe the patriots strike up a trade and uh get drew Brees there for another four years and yeah you could do worse so um there you go but uh before we wrap up this episode dylan now as as the noted los angeles rams expert here on the uh established past podcast we have to talk about this, um, and, and we're going to say potential new logo, although all indications are that this is the real deal. Um, that on Reddit, you know, the, the Rams' new logo appears to have leaked on Reddit, and it's a hat uh, showing the logo, and um, let's just say the reaction to it has not been uh, positive <laughs> when it comes to the Rams. Uh, and I will tell you, I and it's funny because you know d- doing our editor work on Clutch Points, um, editing a story on this, I literally put that you know when we're we're trying to, to put okay you know team name stuff headline all that, I, I put the Chargers because I, I the more I look at this I thought I was doing a Chargers story um, yeah after looking at this hat and I just like glanced at it, I'm like I know I'm doing a story on the Rams but like I'm looking at it thinking that is the Chargers from 1995. Like I'm thinking of the the Super Bowl team with uh, uh-huh. who was it Stan Humphreys, Natron Means. Um, yeah. Like I'm thinking like this. Oh I feel like this is more. They of were a... 18 point <laughs> underdogs right against the Niners. Yes, I was pretty young. I didn't watch that Super Bowl. I have seen the highlights. I'm pretty sure they were something like 18 point underdogs. Well, and that's what I'm thinking is I'm like this looks like a logo that I feel like would be great for the Chargers team that made the Super Bowl in that year. And I, again, I want to say that was 95, 96. I can't remember. Exactly. Exactly, but somewhere, yeah, somewhere in, there. in there. So, um, yeah, and so I'm thinking, oh my goodness, and and that's probably not a good thing if you are <laughs> the Rams. And my first thought is that why are the Rams turning into the Chargers? Um, yeah. Oh, that's just uh, yeah. It, I'm gonna let you have the floor on this one because uh, <laughs> let's just say if this is the actual, if this is the hat, this mm. in the real the focus here is on the hat because. 
if I see that hat out randomly in public, <laughs> I'm going to think there's a Chargers fan, and I am not for one second going to think about the Rams in any form or fashion. I Yeah, I, I still am holding out a little hope myself for a theory that Amy Trask brought up on Twitter. I'll bring that up momentarily. But just looking at it initially, I'm staring at it right now. Uh, again, just trying to uh, trying to really take it in fully. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised they took, you know, they added an L.A. element to it. That's fine. And I get also kind of wanting to um, take the, the size of the horn down. If you look at kind of older logos the Rams had back in their earlier days in Los Angeles, they, they had a, a horn uh, kind of design with a, a ram that's a lot, you know, a lot thinner than the current one. Um, so I, maybe that's part of the element here. But as you said, it it's just yeah, it's so close to looking like a Charger logo. This is the, the theory from Amy Trask is that this is some sort of joint stadium logo for the SoFi Stadium. And this is like the, mm. the way of kind of bridging both teams logos together into one. If that's the case, I will be ecstatic. I don't know if that's the case. I think yeah. Amy Trask has said that, looking at it like reasonably to her. This is, you know, I could see that. And right, yeah, so but, I have. But I'm what's the point of like? My question is like, who's gonna who's gonna wear this? Oh, like, I mean, people. I mean, other stadiums and people have logos. I, I was just at spring training. There's people buying things that are just a spring training logo, no team on it. So uh, maybe I guess I don't know. But I, are, are Rams fans <laughs> gonna buy a hat hats, that yeah. incorporates no. the Chargers on this? Like. Who wants? Like, oh, I I don't know. So so uh, yeah, my my dad sent me a uh, a poll on Bleacher Report. It had about seventeen thousand um, <laughs> reviews of Rams fans or uh, votes, I, I should say. And they asked, uh, you know, what you think about it, and it was like a yes no thing. And ninety five percent of seventeen thousand people that voted were against this logo. Uh, that just tells you what you need to know. Anytime you're above seventy percent, let alone ninety five, if they've spent all this time. Uh, trying to think of put together a logo. I know that there's always there's always pushback to every new logo, and that's you expect some of that. But this is this is on another level. I, I mean, I'm hoping if it if if this is the real thing that they pull a Chargers when they had that one leaked uh, L.A. logo when they moved back to L.A. Um, that immediately got trashed and then eventually was dropped. I mean, if they've already printed a ton of these hats, I mean, oh my gosh, that must be a disaster. I hope again, I'm holding out hope it's just that logo, but I, I guess my the only comforting thing for Rams fans is as long as the jerseys aren't completely screwed up. Which, given given what these what this logo looks like, if this is the logo, I, I am scared for the jerseys. But if the jerseys somehow looked good, then you could just kind of ignore the logo. Uh, they'd probably put it in the middle of the stadium, though, so that would be a problem But uh, on the field. But otherwise, uh, you can kind of ignore the logo and just only get things that incorporate the jersey and uh, more, hopefully, uh, some of the, the actual horn on the helmet. I don't think they'll completely take away the horn on the helmet. That's been with the franchise forever. I don't. It would be pretty shocking if they, even if it, it's changed a bit, if they took away that. I mean, I you know, going into the history, they're one of the first teams, if not the first team, to, to incorporate an actual kind of design on the on the sides of the helmets and it's really a, such an ingrained part of that franchise. So if they get rid of that, I mean, you talk about an uproar right now about this logo. If they if they really change up the helmet a ton, that's also going to be a problem for a lot of people. Here's my theory. Here's another theory we can go on. If you leak this, knowing already internally that you, you have a feeling the reaction is going to be bad, you put it out, and then you know, you're know you able to swoop in and say, ah, we were just kidding. This wasn't the actual logo. And then you just come up with something else. <laughs> on the fly that looks a hundred times better. Uh, Maybe you do that. Maybe you're just like trying to gauge reaction, already knowing what the reaction is going to be. Um, (laughs) You're thinking, okay, this is something we did six months ago and 
we're just going to put it out there to see if for some reason people would like this. Um, but I don't, I don't know that that's the case either. I, I'm, I'm really worried. Even as a non Rams fan, like I, you know, I, we were laughing. I was one of the podcasts we did. We were, I was talking about something and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a Rams shirt right now. They had a sale on NFL.com or something over Christmas, I think. And, uh, I just bought a Rams shirt randomly and I'm thinking, well, that's probably going to be the only Ram shirt I'm ever going to buy because uh, if this is the new logo, I, I don't know how I'm going to buy another Ram shirt. Um, so oh, I'll just boy. keep wearing the ones I currently have. Yeah, or any, as an older lo- uh, logo with the helmet on it. Pretty I, much, that's all it's going to be. <laughs> I don't know the need for the change. I don't understand it. I think that's fine as is. And um, I don't know. They're already one of the the favorites for me in terms of their uniforms in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, but we'll see if that turns out to be the case um, with the new logos. And uh, hopefully uh, for, I was going to say for Rams fan, hopefully for everyone, it's not because <laughs> this is, uh, I'm going to get confused. Like I'm going to be watching the Chargers and, and I don't know. So uh, we'll see if it's actually the actual logo, but uh, we will no doubt keep you up to date on the uh, the logo drama surrounding the <laughs> Los Angeles Rams and Tom Brady and uh, Dylan. We're doing all that over at Clutch Points. Yeah, you can go to clutchpoints.com to the NFL section on our homepage to read all of our NFL content, uh, as well as in the app. The, you know, we have all of our news and editorial content, uh, anything from just actually covering all these rumors to diving deeper into what teams should and should not do in free agency and upcoming draft. Have that all covered in both those spots. You can find our podcast on our app in addition to all the other places you usually listen to podcasts. Appreciate all the listeners. Appreciate Blue Wire always uh, you know, producing these and putting them together and yeah, hopefully, hopefully, eventually, uh, we'll be able to talk about something more than than Tom Brady. But at this point, it's still the the dominating factor. I, I hope I don't have to say too much more about the Rams logo, other than somehow it's something much better than this. Uh, I'm I'm worried that's going to be a thing that's going to uh, if this does be put into place, that's something that's going to be haunting me uh, on this podcast through all of next season and the foreseeable future. <laughs> we're going to change. We're going to ask the fine folks at Blue Wire to change our podcast logo to somehow include the Rams new logo oh, no. into our <laughs> logo on the podcast. Uh, we're just going to redesign it Photo, in the form Photoshop of Photoshop it as a tattoo on my arm. <laughs> yes, that's this is what we're going to do because uh, otherwise, I don't know. But uh, I, yeah, who knows? At least, you know, when we go to Mike Tolbert's uh, new rock box uh, in Charlotte, uh, that way, you know, again, he's a former Chargers player, so he's going to think you're just, I guess, a part of the team coming in because uh, your your new tattoo logo of the Rams is going to look just like a Chargers. So um, at least uh, we'll get some, some points with him. But, uh, yes, like you said, uh, clutch points. Check all the stuff out there. Uh, lots of great stuff going on, and uh, we'll have a lot more coverage here as uh, the NFL moves start to heat up, and uh, we'll talk more about the here uh, on the next episode of the podcast as free agency uh, getting ready to get started. But uh, be sure you're subscribed, and thanks as always for listening, and we will talk to you guys next time here on the Establish the Past podcast. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G, because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters, the more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.